Warning. This program is intended for adults only. What you're about to listen to contains explicit language, sexual topics, and don't be surprised if you get wet. You've just tuned in to Pussy Boss with your host, Victoria Lynn. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria Lynn, and you've just tuned into another episode of A Pussy Boss. And I'm super excited about this one because who doesn't love a little anal play? I know who doesn't love a little anal play, or so they say. That's Sarah. (laughs) Sarah is sitting directly across from me, but refuses to have a mic because I think it's because she likes anal play personally. Um, But who knows? Uh, Real quick, though, a word from my not sponsor. (sighs) Yes, that's right. Sean, roommate, I'm drinking a soda. He hates it. I mean, it's so bad for you, soda, right? But this Diet Coke is about to enjoy my throat. Wait. (laughs) Hmm. So anal play, guys. What an exciting topic, right? I mean, I feel like right now it's really in to do anything with somebody's asshole. Because anal play isn't just anal sex. A lot of people probably think, like, when I say anal play, they automatically assume that I'm, I'm talking, like, you know, anal sex or shoving something up your butt. Well, I guess I am kind of talking about shoving something up your butt, but not necessarily anal sex. <laughs> I'm literally staring down Sarah just on purpose. <laughs> she can't hear me, but <laughs> I'm staring down. Maui! Maui! Sorry, the dog is fucking with the newspaper in the back. Come here! Um, I had to take a break for a second. Hope you guys like this this realness of this podcast, by the way. We decided a little while ago that we were going to keep it as real as we could get because everybody was over-editing the shit like they do their Instagram photos. So here it is, real as fuck. <laughs> Anyways, when you first explore anal play, like it's probably something that you're like, uh, am I going to be scared because, I mean, am I going to get shit on my finger? Like, there's so many ways you could think about this. I mean, that's at least what I thought, definitely. What's up? My bad. We are back in action talking about some anal play. We had to put the dog away. He was getting a little bit too excited. You know what I'm saying? Them animal instincts. He knows that I'm talking about something dirty. So anyways, when you first start exploring anal play, like, Definitely, it is something you want to start slowly with because you might be a little freaked out anyways. You don't know much about the booty hole, let alone someone else's booty hole, right? Like, you know what's going on with your booty hole, but let's be honest, you have no idea what's going on with that other person's booty hole. So you're taking a risk. Either way, you're taking a risk. (laughs) And it takes time for your muscles to relax, especially there because, you know, things aren't necessarily... um, anything but tight (laughs) around your anus. But a lot of people do actually also enjoy stimulation outside of the anus. So if you're one to say not go right into sticking a finger up your boyfriend's butthole, try maybe just grazing around it. Uh, You know, you know how butthole feels. Just graze around the outside of the butthole and to go all the way in, unless he asks. (laughs) This can involve using your fingers, you can use your mouth, toys. Actually, one of the interviews this week, somebody was talking to me about rim jobs, which we are going to get into later, because I really do believe rim jobs are like the new big thing, the trend. Trend alert, rim jobs are it. Um, It used to be peeing on people, but I think that was so last year. We're moving on to rim jobs, so... um, Yeah, ladies, I think you guys got to start, you know, coming prepared... Men start waxing your assholes or whatever you got to do because the rim jobs, they happen in. Ladies are out here giving rim jobs, but if your asshole is not clean, if it is not trimmed, if it is not waxed, trimmed, yeah, I think it has to be waxed, yo. I don't know about trimmed because first off, how are you going to trim your asshole? And I feel like men have like really hairy assholes, so I feel like it just needs to be taken care of. Uh, but say you're just dealing with a little bit of external stimulation there, you know, just on the outside of it. Well, if you want to go ahead and start exploring more like anal penetration, that's when you would start bringing in the uh, finger or small toy, because obviously you don't want to go just right for the dick. 
or dildo, whatever it is you're using to put in your ass, cucumber. I mean, there's a lot of things that can end up in people's asses. Actually, I was reading a, a story of researching a while ago about anal play. And one of the most common things that doctors find in people's asses, because people come in, right, because it's like a a sexual thing where they want to shove shit up their ass. I'm, I can't remember exactly why I'm not a psychologist, so we're not going to go into the actual reason why. We're just going to say people go into the hospital with shit shoved up their ass. <laughs> and one of the most common things doctors see in people's asses are fucking grapefruits, dude. Like grapefruits. Like an apple sounds big enough to shove up your ass. A motherfucking grapefruit? Like, I just don't understand. And then, like, I wonder, like, do they cut it into pieces? And if so, like, the citrus has to burn your asshole. Or if you don't cut it into pieces, what happens if your anus is so strong that you actually start to press the grapefruit like a juice presser? And then the citrus leaks into your asshole, and then you start to burn. Sarah, can you hear any of this? No. Okay, Sarah cannot hear any of this. And I'm watching her, and I can't tell. She's laughing at my my other my other great podcast that she's editing right now and i'm wondering what she would feel about grapefruit juice in her anus i'm assuming she wouldn't like it <laughs> but yeah so the grapefruit is one thing that people like to put up their ass just i went totally off you shouldn't be scared though of anal just saying just start with something small not a grapefruit you know start with something small like a little toy it can be uncomfortable at first especially if your muscles are tight or if you're nervous or not aroused because not everybody's going to be aroused by somebody shoving something up their booty right away. You know, it takes time, like a little bit of licky, a little bit of fingers, maybe even play with some other parts of the body to first. Foreplay is key. And if it's too painful, then you shouldn't be doing it. You need to slow it down and figure out what you're doing wrong, whether it's, you know, I have enough lube or... You know, he's hitting it too hard. I'm not really sure because, you know, I've seen guys pound some girls in the ass and I'm like, damn, I don't know how they like literally sit up the next day. Speaking of girls that got pounded in the ass. So I was looking and uh, doing some research <laughs> again. I love to like say I do research. <laughs> it's so funny. I was doing some research and um, about women in history who use their vagina to basically whatever, you know, for when uh, just when war war some women you know they would like their husbands were kings and they would you know use their pussy to win a war or sign a treaty and um one thing i came across was this one woman who was married to a very very wealthy man but she she didn't need to do anything she didn't need to work she didn't need to sell her pussy or anything like that but she just felt the need to she felt like she wanted to have sex with many men and she liked gifts and money so she just took it and that's what she did. She was kind of like one of the uh, early on, I guess you could say, high-end escorts. And um, one thing it said is that one man paid a million dollars for one night with her. And he could do whatever he wanted with her. And they said it was said that she couldn't sit down for four days. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. Anything you want, like... I don't know, not being able to sit down for four days, I would really be worried, like, my asshole would never be the same. I mean, ugh. I don't know. See, I've never, that's never happened to me. Um, if there's somebody out there listening that has been banged out in their ass so hard that they couldn't sit down for four days and they're fine, like, your asshole, like, is working perfectly, you're not shitting yourself constantly, ain't wearing diapers, let me know, because I would like to know. Like, I do wonder, like, because there's people who do, like, anal, and I'm like, how, how, like, does it affect you at all? Like, do you fart differently even? Like, I don't know, because I don't really do anal, so I don't know. I definitely wonder what it's like when you have, like, an anal fart versus a queef, right? Because when I queef, swear to you, no lie, every time I queef when I've been with somebody, I stop mid, like, sex, and I have to laugh, and, like, I almost point it out, like, oh, my God, you hear that queef? Like, it's so funny to me, and I feel like if I was, like, doing anal and it farted, I would have, I would be so embarrassed I'd point it out then, too. Wow, I got off, way off topic yet again, as I normally do, but anyways, <laughs> so it's, 
Anal play, I mean, there's so much to anal play. There's licking, there's touching, there's toys, there's actual penetration. It really just depends on what you want to do. And it may seem a little strange at first, but it's normal and it does take time and practice for the feeling to become pleasurable, which, duh, I mean, that definitely makes sense. I mean, I would say that, like, I don't think anal is that painful, but also it's not something I do on the regular. So, I mean, I wouldn't be one to talk, but I would definitely be down with it if it's what my partner wants. I mean, I've heard great things about it from some of my girlfriends. It's just lubrication is super important, super important, which we will get into later in the podcast. But for now, let's take a word from our sponsors. We interrupt this broadcast for an important pussy service announcement. Hey guys, it's me, Victoria Lynn, and it's time to get the real on-ass play. Anal sex may seem intimidating, but licking ass is even more frightening. But it's time to get over this shitty situation and gobble down on your partner's asshole. Booty holes deserve love too, so get to licking! Okay, so there's a lot of pros and cons to everything in life, right? And, well, there's pros and cons to anal sex, too. So what exactly are the pros to having anal sex? Well, it's said that anal sex actually increases intimacy between you and your partner. When engaging in anal sex, you have a healthy, trusting relationship with your partner. Trust is crucial for anal sex. Yeah, I would have to say that is true. Like, I wouldn't put anyone or wouldn't allow anyone's dick up my ass who I didn't trust or anyone to put it. Well, I would honestly, I probably wouldn't need to trust the person putting a dildo up my ass. Let's just be honest there. It's just something about the dick up my ass. It's, <laughs> I mean, I guess I get to pick the size of the dildo, right? You don't get to pick the size of the dick. Like, it kind of picks you. <laughs> so, another pro. Anal sex increases sexual diversity. If you and your partner feel like you're stuck in a rut, anal sex is the way out. I mean, yeah, I think anal sex can definitely add to your, you know, sexual engagement with each other. My thing is that not everybody's going to like anal sex. Like some people are going to be like, no, it's just not my thing. And some people are going to like anal sex. So it's like, how do you find this like kind of medium actually my girlfriends and I were talking about what if there was a male strap-on but it was a male strap-on where like a dick sat on top of their dick so the other dick fucked you in the ass while they fucked you so they were still doing both the work like it gave them two dicks man that's a deep uh uh deformation that uh (laughs) if some scientist could create could you imagine if a dude with two dicks was walking around like We could take two dicks, but men couldn't do nothing with two pussies. Like, if there was a chick with two pussies, like, what the fuck are they going to do with two pussies? They only got one dick, right? But we have multiple holes. That would, whatever man that, whatever beast that is that we could create would fuck all mankind. They'd be so screwed. And I mean, one could be, like, literally a little skinnier and, like, not as long, you know, for the booty hole. And then the (laughs) other. Okay, uh, yeah, back on this. Anal sex is extremely pleasurable for both partners. I want to know who wrote that. because I don't know if I completely agree that's a pro. I mean, it is pleasurable for some people. Um, I didn't know that women have that many nerves around their anus that it's actually just a sensitive spot. And it also says the G-spot can be reached while... So while having anal sex, so you can actually have an orgasm during anal sex as a woman. Well, that's good to know. For men, I mean, I know it's it's very it's the way more pleasurable because the prostate gland, you know, push on that bitch. I always think of, um, you know, when when you watch like those doctors movies or whatever and the nurse comes in actually i think of like blink 182 remember the nurse where she's putting on the blue glove she was on the blink 182 cover yeah and i just think like if that bitch came in and had to push on your prostate gland at least she was hot at least she was hot 
Anal sex introduces health benefits of semen. So when, so, so based off of my research, (laughs) semen is extremely healthy, which I already knew because I've been rubbing cum in my hair, on my face, in my eyebrows, on my titties, everywhere, because I knew it was good for you. I'm just kidding, y'all. I was not fucking rubbing cum on my eyebrows and titties. Like, if it got there, it was by accident. (laughs) But semen is extremely healthy for you. But when you're having vaginal sex, obviously the risk of pregnancy is involved. With anal sex, guess what? You don't have to worry about being pregnant. So your partner can finish inside of you. And which I believe then it seeks out. That would be called a cream pie. I don't know if it's called a cream pie when it's in the asshole, though. Oh, my God. So these are the benefits of semen. Are you ready? Because I'm kind of excited right now because I'm about to really be guzzling. So we got... <laughs> shit, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> we have semen is a natural antidepressant. Go, go. It reduce, reduces stress. Go, go. Improves the quality of sleep. Let me get some more. I had to get a sip of Diet Coke for that one because I need more sleep in my life. Well, I need more dick in my life, but some more sleep would be nice too. Boosts your energy levels and increases your libido. Go, go, go. <laughs> I mean, all those things sound really good. Like maybe we should be drinking more semen. My thing is though... Can we give that to men, too? Because men are the biggest fucking crybabies and the most depressed. And I feel like men in this world would be better if they would just get on some fucking antidepressants because all of them seem to be fucked up. Just like all of us women are fucked up, right? We're all fucked up. All of us people are fucked up. But fuck, men, start guzzling your own cum and maybe you'll be happier. Ew, it's kind of nasty, but I mean, free health care. Free medicine. (laughs) And of course, there are cons that go with anal sex as well. Con number one, anal sex increases the risk of infections. So HPV, which can lead to cancer of the anus. Um, I'm going to fuck this up because I always fuck this up. But there is, you know, a bacteria that I'm not going to be able to pronunciate that's in your anus. So you need to be careful. <laughs> you don't want to go from hole to hole. You see what I'm saying? Like make sure your vagina ain't don't get shitty because there is bacteria that can like give you BV among other things. And obviously sexually transmitted diseases are also a risk, higher risk for HIV. Of course, you know, the only way, and I'm going to say this because This is important, guys, and you should be using protection, even though we all know we all sometimes hate it. But we should be using it, and we should be proactive about this. And one way to not get infections is obviously, bitch, wrap the fucking shit up. I mean, look, if you're about to be out here doing a bunch of anal with a bunch of people, even if you think, like, we were talking about this on one of the other interviews, even if you think someone's on prep or people are taking prep or whatever, whatever, or you're on prep, yo, wrap it up. Who the fuck knows what could happen? All of a sudden, we could have this super chlamydia that is killing everybody. That would suck. I mean, but it's true, right? You never know. You never know. You never know with this crazy shit. It just sucks because we all just want to have sex. I get it. I want to have sex. I just want to be wild. Well, not that wild, but a little bit wild. <laughs> but I also want to live a good life, healthy life, look good for the rest of my life. Okay, so another con. Anal sex may be painful for the first time. Um, I think it's going to definitely be painful. I, I just don't see how it can't be. I haven't met one person who's like, yeah, the first time was not painful. They say if you do it right, it doesn't have to be painful. But I really think the first time, just don't do it your first time with somebody who's never done anal because they're just going to want to shove it up there. Like there really is a process to this shit. And, and the people I know who do the process love anal, love anal. So obviously we hit on anal sex real quickly, but what I want to hit on even more is rimming. 
so rim jobs are like huge right now. Like I can't tell you, well, I think I've already told you before, but I, almost every guy asked to eat my asshole. That's pretty much common for me now. And at first, I remember when people started to ask me that, I'd be like, really? Like, ew, like, I can't believe you're going to, like, lick my asshole. And then I was like, well, why not let them <laughs> Why not let them lick my asshole? And then I was like, oh, it actually feels really good. Like, I'm, I'm down with this. So I think right now, like, we have more dudes licking chicks' assholes, but I think dudes are kind of getting into it. Like, I definitely um, feel like, Guys haven't came to the point yet where they're like, hey, like, I want you to, like, I shaved my booty hole for you. I want you to go down on it. I think they're trying to, like, fo- have women focus more on their balls, in a sense, in hopes that, like, you're so into their balls that you just decide to tackle other areas. <laughs> and if you don't know what rimming is, it's basically orally, oral pleasure of the anus. That's licking, sucking, kissing, and any other acts that involve oral to anal contact. My first um, real understanding of this was from Jay and Silent Bob's movie when they were talking about ass to mouth. Do you remember that? Do you remember the ass to mouth? They said, I can't believe it, dude. She goes ass to mouth. And they were like, you go to ass to mouth? And I remember thinking, like, what the fuck is ass to mouth? And then I realized, you know, it's someone when you lick someone's ass and then you kiss them. But it's like, dude, I could tell you how many times have I gone like head to mouth or blowjob to mouth or whatever. Like, get over it, people. Ass to mouth happens. And a lot of people do this, by the way. Like, it's for some reason, people seem to think like uh, rimming is an exclusively gay activity or uh, within the gay community only. It is not. So to say like, oh, well, that's not something that me as a straight male or me as a straight female or bi female or however you identify is not true if your partner likes his asshole or her asshole to get licked then my thing is you better get down there (laughs) and try it out (laughs) or if you even want your asshole licked ask your partner so the you're probably like but is this safe is it safe well yeah of course it's safe but there's risk involved like everything else duh the bacteria the e coli like i was talking about All these things um, can be prevented if it's clean, okay? So the main thing is the person you're doing with, they need to be clean. And if you use sex toys, they need to be clean, okay? Don't be, like, fucking just pulling sex toys out of box and just shoving them up your ass. That's That's not a good idea. And then, obviously, rimming can, you can get STIs from rimming, such as herpes, genital warts, gonorrhea, syphilis, hepatitis A, B, and everything else under the motherfucking sun. Basically, if you're going to do anything and you're fucking just, look, be be safe or know you might be fucked. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> but there is such a thing as a, dent, a dental dam that can help you and your partner from, from protecting yourselves from getting STIs. I, I've never seen one of these motherfuckers. Honestly, I wouldn't even know where to fuck to buy a dental dam. Like, so... I just don't see this being a reliable, you know, a reliable thing. If somebody owns a dental dam, tell me, can I buy one at CVS? Can I buy one at Rite Aid? Because if I have to go on Amazon or order online, I'm not going to buy a dental dam because most likely I'm going to want to eat ass right then and there. (laughs) I'm not going to wait. When I decide to eat ass, I'm going to be ready to eat ass. (laughs) I haven't decided yet, by the way, guys. I'm still a non-ass eater at this moment. So <laughs> if you agree to someone giving you a rim job, right, that doesn't mean you're agreeing to anal. So don't freak out if, like, you say rim job and then if dude, like, tries to shove his dick, you can you can say, like, no, dude, like, I'm cool with you licking my asshole, but I'm not cool with you shoving that in me. And what I would do is always add, even if it's a lie, shoving that big giant cock in me because if you say I can't do anal with you because of that big giant cock you're really like in a sense you know giving them a compliment even if it's complete bullshit I mean obviously if they have like a really small dick that might not work because they might take it as sarcasm but I would just always add that I'm assuming this person has you know a decent you know an, an average an average 
You know, you got to tell them, too, they got big dicks so they feel good. And and you're like, well, I want to do this with my partner, but how do I how do I uh, bring it up to them? Well, communication's key. Personally, I would just be like, hey, baby, like, do you want to try some anal play tonight? Like, what are you up for? Would you like, you ever think about licking my booty hoe? I probably would get him a little drunk first, you know? It's funny, I was talking to my girlfriend, and she was telling her boyfriend, in front of her boyfriend, she was saying, just so you know, I'm going to drug you so that I can lick your booty hole, because he won't let her lick his uh, his booty hole. So he was like, nah, bitch, that's, that's, I don't want that. You're not, uh uh-uh. She's like, you'll like it. He's like, uh-uh, I'm not doing it. So she's like, all right, I'm going to drug your motherfucking ass, and I'm going to lick your booty hole while you're sleeping. She's like, I'm going to tie you up. I can see this. He's tied up, and bitch is just in between his ass licking his booty hole feel bad because he probably would really enjoy it maybe he'll wake up from the enjoyment of it and then and then they'll still be together he won't break up with her because you know she's crazy <laughs> uh but and and then and then so one thing i came across when i was researching i gotta find another word for research like it just makes me laugh but it is what i'm doing i guess <laughs> But I came across this and it said, is there ever a time to reconsider rimming? (laughs) And I have to answer what exactly um, they the, the things they said that if your partner is dealing with any of the following, they would suggest reconsidering doing a rim job. Okay, so here we go. Gas, diarrhea, constipation, bleeding. Open sores, including hemorrhoids, digestive infections, cold sores. Honestly, all this shit, literally, (laughs) this is, I mean, yeah, this is why nobody wants to do this, right? Because of the things I just listed. Uh, But I guess shit happens, so everybody just needs to get over it. We all do it. I mean, we all have gas. We all have diarrhea. I know a bitch get constipated on her period and bleeding. Hello, ladies. We bleed once a motherfucking month. Could be donating blood every month, and I don't. Open sores, including hemorrhoids. I mean, I don't have any open swords. Open swords. <laughs> open sores. I don't got that issue, but hemorrhoids, I've had them before. Digestive infections, I'm assuming that's like the flu. Definitely been there. Cold sores don't have those but they're very common so i mean somebody out there listening to this podcast does regardless i mean it's really not an embarrassing thing these are just our bodies like the truth is like all this shit we're talking about on pussy boss no pun intended but is really like just real stuff that we all deal with and sometimes it's embarrassing I mean, I'm pretty sure that when you have anal, you might come out with some shit on your dick. Like, <laughs> I'm almost positive. Actually, I think the first time I did anal, I per- remember somebody being like, ew. Like, I didn't clean myself out. How am I supposed to know? Like, I've talked to girls who do anal, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, you want to clean yourself out? I'm like, what? Really? I didn't. Oops. Nasty to me. Nasty to me. But, Yeah. So that's just a little bit of background about some anal play. You know, we can always keep going, but it's time to move into the next segment. The next segment. I keep fucking up. The next segment. Bitches, I'll see you over in the next segment. Now, let's take a second to hear from our sponsors. Everybody knows that sound. It's the sound of another match. Could this be the one, or is this just another hookup that ends in chlamydia? You won't know for about another six months, but when you're ready, come get your free STD test today at Out of the Closet, right off Santa Monica Boulevard. It's that time. Turn up the volume, take notes, and get ready. Here are your Pussy Boss Tips of the Day. All right, so we're just going to hop right into these uh, booty tips right here, these anal tips. If you've never had anal, well, I'm going to help you get ready to have your first anal experience. That is, if I don't get distracted between the people upstairs fucking pounding and now Sarah's phone vibrating, 
And we got Megan here. What are you going to do, Megan? <laughs> Anyways, let's go into these pussy boss tips. Tip number one, relax those booty muscles. Obviously, if you're clenching, that's not going to work. It's going to hurt. So you want to make sure to get in the mood, relax. I don't know, take a Xanax if you need one. So, I mean, I think that would probably actually help. Half a Xanax would probably be better than a whole one because the whole one might put you out. But um, <laughs> get in the mood, relax, and just try to, um, yeah, not be scared of something going up in your, in your butthole because it happens. And it'll, you'll be fine. You will get through this, I promise you. And pre-anal play is very important. So that is going to be our tip number two. Make sure to play before you stick. What was it I said outside? Oh, if you don't lick it, you can't stick it. And that's a true fact, because if you're not willing to lick my booty hole, then you are not sticking that big old thing in there. I'm assuming it's big, by the way. Now, if it's small, that's kind of like, I might do it. If it's tiny, like a little tiny little finger puppet, then, <laughs> then that might be able to go in the booty hole, because that's going to feel like nothing. It might actually feel good. I was talking about in my, actually, I think it might have been this episode. I can't remember because honestly, guys, I went yesterday and started to record this episode and then we got halfway through it and then I fucking couldn't record it because I was being a little brat like I sometimes do. And then I went out and I drank too much and now I'm recording the other half of the episode and I can't remember what the fuck I said yesterday. So I don't know if I've already told you my dildo story. I think I already have with the dildo. See, you don't know because you weren't paying attention to me, Sarah. You were editing. Oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> anal play is very important. Pre-anal play is very important. So one tip I did find online, which I thought very interesting, was they said you should actually try it yourself before you do it with anybody else. So they were saying to make sure to lube up your finger and basically put it in your booty hole yourself. I've never personally fingered my butthole. Um, <laughs> personally, I haven't gone that far. I've thought about it. I have thought about it. But you have? Oh, yeah. No, I've definitely thought about it. Um, I've thought about, like, if one of my dildos, like, I've even said, like, okay, well, I've never tried anal, but do I want to see, like, if this is possible, right? Like, I've thought about it, but I've just never actually sat that way on a dildo. It's just never happened. I think I'm more scared because I'm worried, like, I'm going to do it, and then I'm going to see shit, and it's going to freak me out. Like, that's just going to be like, you. this is so nasty. Like, why would you want to do anal? <laughs> I just don't want to think about that. <laughs> Oh, okay, so here's tip number three, speaking of shit. <laughs> you might think you're pooping, but you're actually not. Okay, see, I'm learning something here as we go along. So it says the butt is full of nerves, but that doesn't necessarily mean it can tell whether something is going in or out. So basically, oh, well, they're not saying you're not going to get shit. They're saying you're going to feel like you're shitting. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. See, I haven't really, really like done hardcore anal to say if this is true. But I guess tip number three is if you feel like you're shitting, you're not. Don't worry. It's just it's just going in and out. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> tip number four. Get a water based lube. Okay, this is definitely important because I, with the minimal anal that I've tried, if any, one time we did try no lube and that was like just stupid. And then the other times I got um, some other type of lube, but it wasn't like thick enough for it. It was just really uncomfortable. <laughs> this will make rubbing and massaging even better. If your foreplay doesn't involve penetration for now, lube makes everything better, too. So basically, like, say, like, you're not ready to, like, shove a dick up there or a dildo, whatever your foreplay be, or a finger or a cucumber. Um, <laughs> I've seen a girl in porn put cucumbers up her ass. A Persian one? Or no. It, no, it wasn't that big. Oh, I thought you meant a Persian girl. I was like, yeah, she is Persian. How'd you know? <laughs> She's this porn star, and I've seen her, and, like, her and these girls, they do these Snapchats where, like, 
they like hold like cucumbers and shit. And we're like, we're going to play with this cucumber together. And I mean, I've never paid for it, but my assumption is, you know, they're playing with the cucumber. It's pretty big. But yeah, they probably use water-based lube is what I'm trying to say. So if the porn star uses water-based lube, you should go after that. Water-based lube is slippery enough that it won't gunk up on you. So you know how that thicker one that like kind of dries up? Well, you need to make sure it's nice and slippy so you can um, slide through nicely. Actually, they're promoting one here on Amazon. Who doesn't love Amazon? <laughs> Amazon two-day prime shipping. I'm there. It's $14.90. It's called Lilo, L-E-L-O, and it's a water-based lube. It's black. Hmm. It looks actually kind of like sleek. I would just buy it because it looks pretty. Tip number five. Use toys. I definitely think toys are going to help just to, you know, initially get it in there. Actually, uh, Sarah and I were at a sex store last night when we were drunk because why not? This is the only second time Sarah's been in the sex shop. And I was drunk, so I'm pretty sure I was loud, like, Sarah, look at this. Was that was I like that? Yeah, pretty much. And then she found this little package that had three different size butt plugs. And she was like, why would you need three? <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, you don't just shove up the first, like the biggest one. You, you know, you get up in size. I'm assuming you do it pretty like I've never really had like a unicorn. But you have you seen those unicorn butt plugs? Have you seen the unicorn butt plugs? Yeah, you know what I'm talking. They have like little like hairs, like unicorn hairs. Like you can put it in. You have you have a unicorn butt. So I, I think people actually have fetishes where they're like, yeah, yeah, like My Little Pony fetishes, and they put them in their butt. No. Yes, girl, we got to go to one of these conventions. We got to go to one. Of There's definitely conventions where we can find people with unicorn butt plugs in their ass. AVN convention. Actually, we got to go to the porn one now that I'm thinking about this. Yo, anybody who's somehow associated to the AVN convention and you hear this, you know you want pussy balls there. We're going to bring the pussy tribe. Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm going to bring so many hot women. <laughs> Y'all might not want to actually invite us because we might we might steal the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was my little fake Cardi B noise. Anyways, back to use some toys. So external anal vibrators can add like a whole new sensation. Personally, I love vibrators. I even use vibrators like when I'm going down on somebody and like put it on their balls and shit. So I think vibrators are awesome to always add to your little playtime. Tip number six. Pay attention to the butt cheeks. <laughs> so, I mean... Who doesn't love their butt cheeks bit? Like, I like when somebody bites my butt cheeks. Like, they're like, ah! You know, does anyone, anyone here? No? Look, I got, like, two people here. I'm trying to get them to kind of, like, give me some sort of reaction, whether they get their butt cheeks. Like, I literally, guys always bite my butt cheeks. That and they like to sleep on my ass. And I'm always worried I'm going to fart on them. No lie. Like, I'm always like, yo, dude, you, it's my ass. Like, <laughs> but they say it's soft like a pillow. Like, clouds. <laughs> But I do like when somebody like nibbles on my butt cheeks, but I don't know. I, I don't know about guys. I just don't. I've never really gone for a guy's asshole, so I don't really know what would happen. Like, I feel like the wrong guy would be very offended and then the right guy might want you to like. Yeah, you might you might get too far in that. You know, I don't know. Like, like I said, I mean, I'm not totally. I, I really feel like I would do whatever I want for the person I love, but there's I, I just don't know. I just don't know there's certain things that I'm there might be boundaries, a boundary or two that I might not cross. But I, I would definitely, you know, lick my husband's booty hole if that's what he likes. You wouldn't do it, Sarah. I can't believe what. OK, Megan, <laughs> she's getting so folded. By the way, <laughs> Megan's doing our social media now. She's really cute, guys. But don't be sending her fucking like weird shit. OK. Okay, like, come on. I, I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna give out her social because I know how y'all be. Y'all be weird. I be getting dick pics all the time now. So, anyways, would you lick your husband's booty hole? Your husband, your man forever. If he said, "Baby, I just have this fantasy. I, I'm gonna shave it for you. I'm, 
if it's clean. See, she licked the booty hole. You would lick the booty hole. I bet you you would lick the booty hole. I think Sarah, you know what? I would just give Sarah a shot or two if I was her husband. I'd be like, it's all right, baby. We go just have a drink or two. We go turn on this nice movie. And then I'm just going to shove my ass in your face. <laughs> oh, God, I'm really off today, but it's going to be funny, I think. <laughs> Tip number seven. It shouldn't hurt. <laughs> this is where the lube comes in. If it hurts, it, uh, you need to breathe better, okay? You need to breathe like you're having a child. <sighs> but seriously, the fact that it says you need to relax your muscles and breathe if it hurts, I don't know. I just feel like that says maybe it shouldn't go up there. Maybe your asshole is not meant for anal. Maybe everyone is not meant for anal. That could be possibly true. I wonder if there's any studies actually where they take people who enjoy, like women specifically, I would like to know, but people who enjoy anal versus people who don't enjoy anal and see if maybe their booty holes, one can like, has more like muscles than the other or something. Right? I mean, it's possible. Could be like a, a weird thing, you know, like how some people are born with, three nipples I mean aren't people born with three nipples I'm sure yeah actually yeah I've seen them like you know the nipple on the side I'm not making fun of it by the way I mean I'm assuming you get three sensations then which if you have three nipples to suck if you're having a threesome that's even better because then they're all all you're sucking is going to be covered I kind of <laughs> do you remember that movie back in the day fuck it's another Jay and Silent Bob movie Mall Rats Mall Rats have you seen Mall Rats no, she hasn't. Of course she hasn't. You are going, we are going to educate you on all these great old films. But Mallrats had a fortune teller that they went in to get their palms read or whatever. And she took off her shirt and she had two nipples on one breast. So she had three nipples total. And they were like enamored by it. They were like, whoa, oh my God. And then they walk out, right? They pay her all this money because they're like, oh my God. They're enamored by the nipple like men would be, you know? This is actually, now I think about it, wow, they were telling us then as children how easy it is to trick men and we were not paying attention. I could literally put a fake third nipple on and men would give me money and just show my, maybe that's a way we can like get pussy boss running. Maybe I should start <laughs> rocking the third nipple, y'all. <laughs> oh fuck, these tips are going really fucking long, shit. Okay, let me keep going. Uh, <clears throat> I'm so fucked today, guys. I don't even know. I'm thinking, I'm really funny though today. I feel like I'm like Jim Carrey right now. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I only thought of Jim Carrey because Sarah, Sarah said, yo, <laughs> Sarah said her, if she could fuck any celebrity, it would be Jim Carrey, yo. I fucks with Jim Carrey though, hardcore, like for real, like I am, I am not hating on no Jim Carrey. I don't know if I'd fuck Jim Carrey, but yo, Jim Carrey, I think you're fucking dope. I love like how he supported Ariana Grande. That touches my heart, Jim. Yeah, we're friends now. You don't know this, but um, uh, yeah, let me be in your next movie, Jim. Come on, Jim. <laughs> I don't know what tip number I'm on, fuck. Do you know what tip number I'm on? Okay, whatever, last fucking tip, okay? <laughs> this is the last fucking tip. Last fucking tip. Start small. Okay, don't be shoving nothing big up there. Start with the start with the pinky, then go to the ring finger, then go to the thumb, then start more. And like anal fisting, we didn't even touch on anal fisting, but we got to touch on that. I mean, who the fuck anal fists? I want to I want to know. I want to know. But start small because you can get up to anal fisting. I've seen it. I've seen porns where girls are fisting themselves. Like I just don't I don't, that, that type of like flexibility you need to have, I, it's insane, but I see them fisting themselves in the ass, so it's possible. So if you want to try fisting, I'm all for it. I mean, I've never been fisted in either hole, <laughs> so I don't really know what, I mean, I've had guys like kind of go a little deep, but not like that, not like full hand in like holding my fucking I don't know, babies and shit. Anyways, <laughs> that's all the tips I got for you. <laughs>
It's that time. Time to unwind and release your thoughts. It's time to ask the pussy boss. What's up? It's the time that I get to answer your questions. And of course, I think this is a really good one since we're talking about anal play just in general and anal sex. And that is, do I need lube? And what kind should I use? Obviously, I've already kind of gone over this, but we're going to go in a little bit more depth because I just don't want y'all ripping your assholes out there, right? Like, I don't want y'all being like, yo, the pussy balls said to try fucking anal, but now I can't sit for four days. Not trying to have that do, do, do that. (laughs) Fuck. So the best anal, the best anal sex, the best lube for anal sex are actually silicone-based lubes. So they're going to be slick, slippery, and they last much longer than other lubes. You want to make sure that it is a long-lasting lube because obviously it's tight and this will create friction. And you want to be comfortable. You don't want to feel like literally someone's shoving something up your ass uncomfortably. (laughs) I guess you could even use some numbing cream. I think there is like a little like kind of underground way of like putting numbing cream or something around there. Because that would make sense. If you think about it, you put a little bit of numbing cream, like that oral. There's this pussy numbing cream I've tried before where it, like, stimulates your clit. And it feels really good. Like, oh, my God. It's, like, amazing when a guy goes down on you. Like, And they have, like, flavors like peppermint, um, grape, Diet Coke. No, they don't have Diet Coke. <laughs> Peanut butter, jelly. Um, so, <laughs> But the only thing is, is that... Um, with water-based lubes, you do have to like make sure that you don't put too much because they can be super slippery. And if you do use a silicone-based lube, they dry quickly, so you have to always reapply them. So that's why they say water-based lube is better for anal. If you're going to use toys, you want to use silicone-based lube. Um, if you've ever like you know used your toy and then looked at your toy after and you see like you know some crusty stuff, that's either your cum or your lube. I'm not really sure which one it is, but. <laughs> I'm assuming you're using lube when you use your sex toys. If you aren't using lube with your sex toys, you will get a rash, ladies. That's real life. Like, rashes happen. And um, I, I know from personal experience. So just don't do it. Use lube. Like, always have at least two to three bottles. Have <laughs> have your water-based lube. Have your um, latex, uh, silicone-based lube. And I was going to say, and have your condoms. Okay, because guys out here be trying to fuck without a condom. And my thought is, yeah, they probably fucking everyone without a condom. So at least, you know, make sure you got them if you want to wrap it up. If you decide that night to wrap it up, your choice. I don't care. But at least have them by your bedside. And make sure they're magnum, too, because these dudes be saying, like, um, those are small. My dick's so big. It can't fit in those ones. Bitch, yes, it can. Okay, your dick is not that big. Like, another thing, can I get guys to stop saying their dick is so fucking big when it's not? Turn on a fucking porno and tell me your dick looks like that. If your dick looks like the fucking guy in the porno, your dick is big. If your dick does not look like that, it is not big. I'm sorry to tell you this. End of discussion. But you could probably do anal then. You know, if your dick's not that big. She'd probably take it in the ass for you. Just saying. So there's there's pros and cons to having big dicks, okay? Like, actually, I knew this guy who had such a big dick that he couldn't, like, put his whole dick in when he was fucking somebody. So part of his dick wasn't even getting, like, pleasure. And then his girlfriend couldn't even give him head because it was so big, like, she's choking on it. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, big dicks have their things. I mean, their things, but... And also, I don't think it can get, and I think he had problems getting hard because it's so big. He had to get that shit up with blood. Or maybe she just didn't do a good job of turning him on. I mean, that could be possible too. I don't know. They're not together anymore. So (laughs) needless to say, his big dick has gone somewhere else. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I would fuck him. Anyways. (laughs) Lubrication definitely makes sex better as well. Like, you don't just have to use lube for anal sex or just sex toys. Like, if you're not maybe wet or say, like, sometimes, like, I like to fuck, like, four or five times in a day. Like, if I'm, like, really doing it, 
I'm doing it. But sometimes, you know, the pussy, like, she wants it, but she's just, like, a little thirsty. So if she's thirsty, you know, there's nothing wrong with putting a little bit of lube down there so he can, you know, start the, start the process again. And then, you know, once he starts pumping, the water's going to flow real nice. So we'd be all right. That was a really nice little kind of, is that a metaphor? Yeah. I know. That was nice. I made that one up on the spot. <laughs> but... But you do have to be careful with the anus because you can get tears, infections, and other serious complications, which is so true because I've seen in pornos, what is it, where your butthole protrudes out. Do you know what I'm talking about? So, like, you can have not a hemorrhoid, but, yeah, hemorrhoids are like that. But, no, it's actually called oh, – now i got to look. Now i got to look. But, basically, in pornos, the girl's butthole will, like, push out, like, uh, will, like, come to okay a rectal prolapse that's what it is so it's a medical condition in which the rectum starts to push through the anus the rectum is the last part of your large intestine and the anus is the opening from which stool exits your body aka where you take a shit so it affects about two and a half people out of a hundred thousand so so 2.5 people out of a hundred thousand not that many people get it but i mean how many people do anal that's the question. Is that how many people do anal out of 100,000 and how many people have rectal <laughs> out of 100,000? Then we would know if, if, if it's caused by anal. I mean, I see it. I see it in all the pornos. And I'm pretty sure that... Um, oh, there's different types too. There's an internal prolapse. That's where the rectum starts to drop but hasn't pushed yet through the anus. A partial prolapse, that's only part of the rectum has moved through the anus. And a complete prolapse where the entire rectum extends out through the anus. So causes could be from nerve damage. Pregnancy could cause... Oh, fuck. I'm not having kids. Pregnancy can cause this. I'm... You know what? Women should be, if this, they should have plastic surgery for this shit and it should be free because we have to have fucking kids. Otherwise, there's nobody in this fucking world. All our plastic surgery after having kids should be free. That's my, I, pussy boss for president, 2020, after we have kids, all plastic surgery, free. You gonna take away our abortion rights? Fine. I'm gonna get my plastic surgery free then, motherfucker. What the fuck? Fucking, I can get a rectal pre prolapse. Do you want that shit? I don't want that shit. Pissing me off. Anyways, back to um, what we were saying. Chronic constipation can help. I mean, they don't put out on here anal sex, but I'm pretty sure, like, <sighs> look, your rectal can fall out. Your rectal, <laughs> your rectum can literally be seen through your anus if you're not careful. So that's why lube is so important. That is why you want to make sure you don't fuck around with lube. Water-based is the way to go when you want to do anal. Just go with your water-based. Silicone has its pros. It's longer. It's gentle on the skin. It can be used in water, and it can be used, like, during massages, etc. As far as water-based, it's easy to clean up. It's good for anal. It's latex-compatible. Uh, latex it does not thicken or dry, so you won't have that issue. That's basically it. There you go, guys. So now you know a little bit of what type of lube you should be using. All right, my pussy boss bitches. That's the end, or at least the end of this episode. Make sure to follow me, Victoria Lynn, at Official Victoria Lynn. And don't forget to follow the show at Pussy Boss on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Show this pussy some love. Until next time, it's your girl, Victoria Lynn. And remember, ladies, to keep patting that puss.